Hey everybody, it is Emar Self Duke the Sports Inquirer, and we're joined once again by head coach of Georgia Tech Volleyball, uh, Michelle Collier. Coach, thank you for joining us. Uh, we're not getting the specifics of what's going on with the department. I'm sure if you're watching this, you know what's happened over the past few days. Uh, but how do you keep the team focused and uh, just on the task at hand uh, with everything going on with the athletic department and uh, beyond? Yeah, uh, we think there are a lot of things outside of our control. So we're focusing on the things that we can control. Uh, we love this place and we want to keep representing it at a very high level. Uh, and so we're going to, you know, stay together and uh, just kind of keep moving forward. Yeah, and you, you're progressing through the season very well. Got a victories over this weekend over Wake Forest and Virginia Tech. Uh, we'll start with the uh, Wake Forest contest. Uh, two things. One, you individually, but then as it will start with the, you'll start with you individually. It was your 200th career win. Uh, what did that mean for you? And did you ever think you'd reach this accomplishment after your playing career and professionally and collegiately? Do you think you'd be at the stage of reaching 200 career victories as a head coach? Yeah, that no, was pretty exciting. Um, obviously, I, I haven't played one point of that. I might say I won one point, which was the the last point at Virginia Tech yesterday when I when I or Sunday when I got when I won the challenge. But out of besides that one, all the other points were played by some some great people, and you know I'm just very fortunate to have worked with a lot of really great players who believed in their potential and the things that they could do on the court and played hard for each other, uh, you know. And, and I have had great staff around me that has helped us. Um, put them in great positions to win and, and learn about the game and, and continue to grow and kind of benefit from this great experience. So, um, yeah, just grateful for the opportunity to do what I do. Um, thankful for everyone that has been a part of those 201 now uh, and looking forward to 202. <laughs> when did you pursue realize that coaching would be a profession? You play collegiately, one of the best careers in history of uh, your program and still rank very high NCAA level you play professionally around the world literally when did you realize that coaching may be a, a profession for you because I know you I think you did coach while you were playing in college a junior team is that I, when you is that was a point was that a point for you where you could realize okay I can maybe pursue this as a professional when my playing career is over yeah I mean I knew I wanted to stay connected to the game. I think that the sport of volleyball um, obviously means a lot to my life and has opened a lot of doors and, and given me uh, some great opportunities uh, you know so it's it's been present in my life since a very young age and it's just something that I couldn't feel myself kind of going away from it and I think the coaching just came naturally. Um, I think I was a, a natural leader and, and um, a connector of people. Uh, you know, and so I always had good relationships and in, in the teams I, I played for and um, was always able to to play some leadership roles and, and all that stuff just really came very naturally. So I think that it was just the, the natural transition. Um, you know, I played and I wanted to stay connected with the game and, um, you know, coaching was kind of the next thing after <laughs> your body can't play anymore. I think that coaching, it's kind of the next step. Um, you know, and I've been learning a lot about the profession. I, I think that the, the more and the longer I am in it, um, there's still a lot that I got to learn and get better, uh, you know, but it is, I love it. It's every day is just so, you know, it's never the same. It's always new challenges, new opportunities, uh, new things you have to think about. And it just, I think just kind of fits my personality and style. 
um, really well. And so it's something that doesn't like, it, it's not like it stresses me out. It really like excites me um, to help people figure things out and to help them see greatness in themselves and, and come together, um, you know, and really just play a fun game. I mean, I, I love this game and I think there's so many things that, that our athletes can learn from it. Um, and I just hope that, you know, they leave here with a little bit of the passion that we have for it and, um, you know, that they carry over um, as they go on with their lives. So, yeah, no, I'm very grateful to do what I do. Um, always wanted to be the best that I can at it. Um, I know there's still a long ways to go and a lot of things I need to learn and, and continue to get better. Uh, but just grateful for the opportunity to, to be a coach and, and to be able to lead um, in a place like Georgia Tech. Yeah, and is it do you do you think? Oh, how do I ask this? Is it more challenging, or has it changed since you first became a head coach? Just the profession in general, um, as far as just the expansion of the sport, NILs, uh, things like that. What's been kind of the, the biggest changes? Maybe even on the court, maybe the way the players perform. Uh, what have been some of just the things you know from your first victory uh, to where you are now as a sport of uh, college volleyball evolves? Yeah, no, I think just the, the game has changed, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot more physical. Um, I think that the, the players and, you know, just kind of the generations have changed. So you have to adapt uh, to how to get the best out of each generation and and that stuff and and kind of each group of people that, that are together. Um, So I think this is one of the biggest uh, the most interesting part about the job it's really you always having to problem solve and and figure out what the what is the best solution for this group of people that you have or for this situation um and and there is not always a, a straight answer all the time like it's never it's rarely the same thing you know so it's pretty cool to go through that process uh together with your players and your staff and try to to figure it out, but it, but it's always changing and evolving and you always have to adapt and try to stay ahead of what you think it's coming or where you think the game is going or where you think recruiting is going or where you think even college sports are going and, and things like that. So you got to continue to, to kind of think ahead and, and keep yourself ahead, you know, as, as you get better with your profession as well, there is more expectations, um, you know, bigger visibility and things like that. So you have to learn how to deal with that um, while managing normal life <laughs> as mm-hmm. well and being a mom and having kids that are that are growing and, and developing as well in, in my own house and new marriage and all these other things that you have to to go through as as you grow in um, as an individual. So I really think that coaching is is awesome. You know, you really get to grow and learn um, and you have to be better for the people around you. And I think that that really, you know, helps you get better as a person. It helps you grow as a person because you want to be the best that you can for those around you. Um, and that challenges you on a, on a daily basis, you know, and so it's pretty cool. I appreciate you talking so much about yourself. I know you don't like to do that often, but, but <laughs> no. we had to get talking about the victories. We'll get back to on the court. No now. problem. I appreciate it. <laughs> Absolutely. But no, watch, watching the, the Tech game and then, uh, well, Virginia Tech and then the Wake Forest contest, seemed like the serving has really picked up uh, for the team. I think you had eight aces in one match, seven aces in another. Breland serving well. Uh, Julia, what about that part of the year game 
uh, serving and then serve receive because I looked up. I think you've allowed the least amount of aces in the conference so far this year. So what about the serve game, serving itself and then receiving? Because it seems like that's really picked up for the team this year at these past few matches. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely something that we uh, try to just get locked in again. I think that we've, um, you know, kind of have gone through some up and downs, even though we there were parts and times in the matches where our serving wasn't as efficient as it needed to be. I think that in the long, if you look at the whole match and if you look at the numbers, uh, we actually did a, a pretty good job of doing what we wanted to do with our opponent, which is put them in um, uncomfortable situations, um, you know, and then be able to serve receive well on our side so that we can get everybody involved offensively. Um, and that is always our two, probably if you ask every coach in the country, they will say, you know, serve and pass, serve and pass. Um, but it is, I mean, it starts with that on both sides, you know, when, when you're on offense, when, when you're in defense, it's the first contact um, and it can help you a lot one way or the other. So it is something that we definitely try to emphasize in, in our gym and, and in our scouting and, and how we want to, um, you know, just attack our opponents. And uh, I was very pleased to see that we did it at a high level uh, this weekend. And as I mentioned, I mean, you're, I think you're, at least double digits less serve, serve, receiving aces or giving up aces than any other team in the conference. What is the key to that? Is that scouting? Is just having the talent? Is just having experience of what's been, what do you think has led to success of not allowing uh, those um, a large amount of aces this year? You know, our players are putting in the time. They're getting the reps. Um, I, I think that Paola has uh, really come a long way with her serve receive and she's really has as of lately, just put in a lot of time to to get better in that side of the game and, and defensively as well. So she has really been somebody that maybe over the last two weeks has really grown um, and stepped up and, and we're, we're so excited for her and, and for her growth. And, you know, Julia and Bianca are, as much as they do everything else, I think that this, that serve receive is one of their top strengths, you know. And, and so to have three players that, that can be pretty solid for you uh, puts a lot of pressure on the serving team to have to really uh, get after on their serves. And so you see a lot of missed serves on the other side as well, because they have to uh, serve our stuff because if they don't, then those guys are, you know, good enough to put balls in system. Um, so it's really just a, I think it's a merit of them and, and their quality and that skill. And obviously uh, the team for, you know, training and, and helping them get better uh, in our gym, but, uh, obviously, they they do that skill at a very high level. And now you have Notre Dame and Louisville coming up this weekend. I mean, two very strong opponents on the road. ESPN is going to be there for the Louisville contest. How do you handle this weekend? A lot of eyes going to be on the program, especially for that, especially for that Louisville contest. Uh, how is the team getting ready for that? Just for uh, the attention that's going to be on the program over the next few days. Yeah, I mean, I think that as a sport, this is what we wanted the opportunity um, to have, you know, I think that we, uh, that all the games that have, that ESPN has picked up of lately um, have been great. They have been getting great responses uh, from a viewership as well. So obviously the game is growing. Uh, We have some great athletes who are working really, really hard. um, And I think that they're getting an opportunity to just play in front of a larger audience, um, you know, but 
which I do not think about that too much. You know, I think that we got to go in and play the game that we always play. Um, obviously easier said than done, but I think that in, in the end of the day, this is how we give back to the sport, you know, is, is we, we put together a good product out there. We compete, uh, we get after it and then we get to show the world, um, you know, just really all the hard work that we do behind the scenes and, and putting it together um, in front of a larger audience for, for the game to keep growing. Uh, so it's a great opportunity and I hope that we can, uh, you know, maximize it. Is that the biggest difference uh, from we talked a few minutes ago about from when you were first started coaching and playing? Is he television, is media coverage the biggest thing? I mean, this probably wouldn't have happened when you first started in different outlets. Uh, there's no, there was no ESPN plus ACC network or uh, even a conference network. Uh, is that the biggest difference you think from when you were playing and just first, first started coaching to yeah, no, where we are in 2022? Been, yeah, that has definitely been a, a big growth from, you know, even 2008 when I started coaching to now. I mean, before we were, they were doing the streaming on the school's websites and, you know, you had to pay for subscription there and you kind of, and then it just kind of kept, the production kept getting better and better and better. Um, obviously now we, you know, we even have like the, the replay system and the challenges and all these things. So, uh, it's been great to see just the evolution of the game and, um, you, you know, it is something that internationally has been around, uh, for a long time. So it's great to see that in college, um, we're catching up to it and we're, we're giving it the right exposure. It is a very popular game here in the U S and it's great to see that, that, you, you know, young girls can now have role models and easier access to watch them play. Yeah, and ESPN, you mentioned the ratings. I know that uh, Kentucky and Louisville earlier this year did very well, even when soft, softball, I know it's not your sport, but what about the women's sports? Just when they are on that national stage, they draw the women's soccer team, of course, as well, and many other sports. But yeah. it seems like volleyball and softball really draw well on a national stage. Do you think that's just a factor of it being out there and not only just women watching, but just sports fans in general really embracing those sports? For sure. I think that these, these women are great athletes, you know, and they're putting together a good product. They're competing uh, at a very high level. So you see in just a great competition match that, that it's being played very physically. Uh, they're strong. They're fast. Uh, you know, they, they look good. They compete. They, they're aggressive. Uh, so it's great. It's great to see that you can be, you know, feminine or, and you can still be aggressive and you can still do all these things that, that women can do at a very high level um, and being able to be just as good for you to watch it as, you know, a male sport, sometimes even better. So it just, uh, it just depends on, on, on what's out there, but just even being given the opportunity, I think that that's what every, you know, women deserves and sports deserve is just, just get us out there and then let kind of the, the public decide what they they want to keep watching or not keep watching, you know. So it's great to see that it's out there and it's now it's getting more and more out there. So that means that they're getting a good response from it, which is no surprise, I think, from anybody in the volleyball community. Uh, we knew how high uh, this game is being played uh, at this level. Um, and there's some great matches and great coaches and great athletes out there that are that are doing it at a very high level. I'm glad that they're getting the opportunity to showcase, you know, for a larger audience, for sure. Well, Coach, thank you for your time. And you're going to have that spotlight on Sunday against Louisville, but then also Friday against Notre Dame. Safe travels to South Bend and Louisville, and we'll catch up later on. Sounds good.
Thank you.